brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, Joe, we're back on the Barry Funkhauser program. And man, I am the biggest knucklehead because... I have just been wasting everybody's time today. I don't know what's wrong with me, but here we are. We're finally here with Molly, a.k.a. Goblin. Yay! We finally did it. We finally connected at the right time on the right day. I knew it would happen eventually. The stars have aligned. Yeah, thanks for being on, Molly. And, you know, I I know how it feels when you join a Zoom room and you're like, dum-dee-dum, doop-dee-doop. <laughs> La di da. Well, I guess they're not coming. <laughs> yeah. no, I used I used the time to look up the latest updates on the Titanic submarine, which I've been oh the Titan oh man it just got... about. It's like the oh, scariest, gosh. craziest story from every angle. Well, can you tell my, us my... the latest? Then can you give us some breaking news? Oh, <laughs> give us the breaking news. God, it's yeah. so upsetting. It really is. It's just, there was just a lot more about, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable what people will spend money on to me. Like, as someone who's afraid of everything, I find it amazing. <laughs> but you don't want to, you don't want to mortgage your house and your entire future to pay a million dollars to go up on a rickety <laughs> rocket to space. Yeah, what are you talking about? William Shatner did it. (laughs) (laughs) You can be like Captain Uh, Kirk. Listen, I got to get my priorities in order because that sounds literally horrible to me. I agree. I just my my big thing is like when when these billionaire children like want to go and do their little adventures. What? Why do us taxpayers or taxpayers around the world need to then fund the the rescue attempts? Like, can't the billionaires just rescue themselves with their billions of dollars? I don't understand. It's all just so, I don't know. It's like so depressing from every single aspect of the whole thing. And did you see they like they started to like break down the um, how how the the Titan was actually built. And, And have you seen have you seen it's just like 
it's literally like someone was like, oh, hey, let's just take this really extra large water heater over here and we'll like slap some stuff on the, on the sides and we'll cut a hole right here. Oh, hey, do you have a PlayStation controller that we can use to, to, to steer the stuff? Yeah, that sounds great. You know, it's like I, I built I built more structurally sound items with Lego when I was a five year old than this Titan. So. Man, I, I just I don't know how you just like, can keep looking at that news. I wow. I I think it's like something that's like a dark fascination to me because I I like can stop looking, but I don't want to be looking. <laughs> no, you you are with everybody else in the entire world. We were clicking and refreshing and clicking and refreshing, going, "Oh my gosh, what's happening?" I, and even even after we learned what happened, we're still we can't uh, get okay, enough of it. I was literally last night I I was having a, a coffee with an old teacher of mine and we were talking about it and the thing we kept coming back to was this like this idea of like innovation and people wanting to like be the first to do something and if you have that much money you could be the first person to like end homelessness <laughs> like that could be your first thing right. but instead you did that it's just so mind-boggling it's like you could have you can have your God complex and do something good. Like there's, you can exactly. have it. Both. <laughs> like, and so you're not even the first to make it to the Titanic. James Cameron did it like 25 I years know. ago I in an know. actual submarine that didn't blow up. So you guys are just, now you're just has-beens. You're James Cameron <laughs> wannabes. That's all you are. So yes, I agree. Take some billions of dollars. Don't buy Twitter. Why don't you just solve the the hunger crisis in the world. Yeah, you can have the like, same. Come on, the same praise, the same gratitude, like probably more of it. To be honest. Yeah. Okay, so my my theory is that you are obsessed with the Titan because uh, on the heels of of your one person show, hot, you are going to channel the Titan and you're going to make a new one person show called Dark. <laughs> <laughs> And you're just going, it's going to be a two-hour show of you descending from the ceiling really, really slowly into the murky depths of the stage. <laughs> Seriously, do it. I'll even give it to you. Here, Everything the idea is yours. Happens. You can go and copyright it. Go, go Everything that happens is material. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, so tell us about... Well, okay, let me for, ask you, oh, let me, no, let me no, ask you, because I'm, I'm interested because you used to be in Claude, right? Is that how you say Claude, the band? Oh, I play bass for Claude. Yeah. You're still in it. Yes. That's a great band. First and foremost, that's a great band. Great. Uh, thank you for playing bass in it, because without you, there would be no rhythm. <laughs> um, It'd be very, very high end only and lots of lots of high hats. Yeah. High frequency something. <laughs> Yes. So and now you're breaking off with Goblin. Now, is this a new venture for you or have you always been a soloist? Um, I started doing some solo music stuff when I was in high school and I did a little through college. But this is my first like I'd say like this is my first real solo project. Like this is the first one I think I've taken as seriously as I've taken being an instrumentalist before. And uh, is it a new name or is that yes. does it come from a yes. new name, new everything? It really started like 
kind of end of last year. I started working on the album a few years ago, but I started putting stuff out under this name last year. Is, is this like your gamer tag or something? Like, how did you come up with Goblin? Like, you're like getting into Fortnite and you're like, I'm Goblin, I will destroy you. Uh, it's a dope name. I don't know. You got to see it written because I'm yeah. like, Goblin. Oh, Goblin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Goblin. Yeah. It was very inspired, I think, partially by like drag names. Like, I'm a really huge fan Ooh. of drag. I have a lot of friends that do drag. And I think that I, I feel like performance wise, what I do has a little drag in it, obviously, with like all the crazy makeup and stuff. So it was a little inspired by that. And then also inspired by, um, definitely inspired by the phrase goblin mode, which was like, I was like very into that feeling because I think that that was like, I don't know, that just spoke to me a little bit. So wait, so is dressing like a parrot considered drag? Because isn't this a, like you as a parrot, and then no, it's like she's coming turning down? into she was a parrot. She was she was a parrot, oh, and then that's coming not a in. parrot, man. That's what a, is it? A lizard, a lizard man. A lizard. Well, I'm, uh, lizard. Let me put my glasses on. Hold on. She's a lizard person. This person's a lizard person. That's this what's happening. Yeah. Ultimately, oh, okay. This okay. Is a then, then let me rephrase. <laughs> is dressing like a lizard considered drag? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know, but I think to me, I feel that drag is basically dressing as an identity that's sort of like you want to be in some ways. Oh, okay. Say, you know what? I, I take that. I can take that definition. That's, that's definitely... I would say that I have this desire for this sort of lizard personality that I think <laughs> is there. Have you ever watched? Do you, do you like the the sci fi movie V? Have you ever watched that? You know where the lizard people are actually the people. Look up V. Not, just V. Oh, just I like mean, the letter V. You'll you'll yeah, love it. That's gonna be easy to it. Google. I've yeah, heard of that's that. A, yeah, that's get the down, whole get, like um subterranean lizard people of the greater Los yep, Angeles area. Yep. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. It's all. Oh, <laughs> it's it's great. Yeah, you'll you'll love it. Oh, uh, speaking of drag, um. One, have you been to Hamburger Mary's? And two, did you look, did you see the new, the recent news about Hamburger Mary's? I have not seen the recent news about Hamburger Mary's. But you know what Hamburger Mary's yes, is, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, man, they, they have great burgers and awesome people in drag. So anyway, Hamburger Mary's is a chain. And you know that there's one in Florida, right? And you know how Rhonda Satan, uh, Rhonda Satan, uh, has, <laughs> um, you know, has this whole, like, don't say gay bill that's going yeah, on and, like, drag right. performances are outlawed and stuff. Yeah. Hamburger Mary's took them to court. They won this week. A judge in Florida, a Trump-appointed judge in Florida said, your law is arbitrary and capricious, and so it is struck down. Hamburger Mary's can have drag shows all they want. Yeah, you didn't that's hear? Like, I'm looking at your face, and you're like, what? I'm way too involved in the Titan sub news cycle. I have no idea what else is going on in the world? Let me tell yeah. you. That's All right. So well, awesome. right now, right now it's daytime <laughs> in the middle of the week. What does that mean? <laughs> All right. We're having too much fun. But yeah. Like look that. Yeah. Look that up. Um, I think that you'll like that. Cause that's like, that's really good news for the, the drag community in general. Absolutely. It, that's extremely exciting. You know, I'm, I'm sensing something going on in the music industry. I'm sensing with groups like Muna and um, Belinda Carlisle, right? 
uh Belinda Carlisle. Is that her name? Belinda Carlisle? Where's my girlfriend? Belinda <laughs> I always confuse you... the two Belindas. You know what I'm saying? I I'm not sure I know, but I know Muna. Okay, so there's Muna and there's a bunch of these female or you know, these new artists that are coming out with this new sound going down. Do you feel that there's like a new a new overall genre that's being created or has been in the last like four or five years with these artists? Like, you know, it's like it's like a David Bowie. If David Bowie was the son in this universe, all these bands are popping up around it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I mean, I honestly think there's just a huge wave of like queer pop going on, which that's is what I'm trying to say without amazing. saying what I'm trying to say. No, that's, like, <laughs> that's good. That's a good thing. I say that we say that. I mean, that's like, yes, I agree. You know, it's awesome. I think that um, I think what's really nice is that I've I've definitely often felt that pop music has been it's like for the gays but there haven't been a ton of gay pop divas. You know what I mean? In terms of like queer female or like assigned female people that have like, you know, I feel like it's been a lot of pop music that is like pretending it's for straight people, but then gay people love pop music so much. So it's like really nice to see like in the last few years, I'm like, I think that pop is really having this huge queer wave. That's like, you know, yeah, it's just it's awesome. I think it's great. Well, what about what about Kylie Minogue's new song? That's like it's in everywhere. Love- Huge. Pat and Potom, right? Pat and Potom. Oh my god, it's so good. I'm it's also good. So- it's so good. And it's I've had so a crush good. on Kylie Minogue since I was like five years old. She oh is fantastic. She's amazing. She's a genius. I literally love her music so much. That song is amazing. Also, the new Nelly Furtado song. Yeah, yeah. Your man. I'm I'm very excited about the like middle-aged pop star cinematic universe situation that's going on right now. Oh yeah, my buddy. Um, so my buddy Josh uh, is in property management. He actually moved with our friend Selena up to San Francisco. Um, and you know he's like pretty excited because he was like you know he's big in the dance gay scene down here, and he was always going oh what's what's the place over in West Hollywood that always has the the big brunch on Sundays. Because uh, oh. he was like there every single all of freaking them. day. <laughs> no, not all of them. There's like the one specific one that we always used to go to. Anyway, he moved up to San Francisco and he is just having such a good time. And he has been posting nonstop about this song. <laughs> like like stories about this song. Uh, let me show you some dance moves for this song. It's like it. the gay community is really just like, loving this moment that everybody's having i'm so about it I, yeah padam padam is like I, I mean i heard it and i was like this is the song of the year like that is the song of the yeah, year i've been saying that's what, so okay it might be the song of the year but you also have some new songs out that might be i know it some, man some like press you know so you gotta you know we gotta there's gonna be a time like i really believe this that there there's gonna be a time where all of this is like beneath you and it's like <laughs> fascinating to like think about, but it's like, this could happen real quick. We've talked to artists that like two months later, they're like superstars. You know what I mean? Like so, high and, and uh, then, yeah. And we're like, Hey, do you want to come and talk to Barry and Joe? And they're like, who? <laughs> Barry and Joe? Who? No, no, of course not. <laughs> See, 
We're yeah. going to get that from you in two months. It's so exciting for well, us. I'm, I'm going to write down who you are. I will never forget. I promise. You're the Titan boys. You remember the Titan? <laughs> we talked about the Titan, remember? Remember? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> going to associate it with that. <laughs> yeah, see, when you're winning when you're winning a Tony Award for dark, you, can, you don't even have to thank me. You could just be like, I figured this out all my own when I was doing my Titan research for three months. <laughs> and no I one ever some, gave me there are some idea. voices in the background. Gary <laughs> and I'll be over here going like, "Man, we gave her that idea. What's, what's up? <laughs> not even a lighter uh, note. Nothing. We're not, we're we're in row thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's. So you're no stranger to winning awards here. So you're you're winning producers' awards for this new one person show it's not just an album it's a performance now how are you breaking barriers in the world of stage and music with this breaking barriers wow <laughs> well i started this whole project with this one person show because i i love theater i'm a huge theater freak and um it started as sort of you know, I hadn't done any performing in years because of the pandemic, obviously. And so I was like, kind of, how do I do everything, you know, all at once with one project to kind of force myself back into stuff. And so, yeah, I did that one person show. Um, we got the producer's award, which was really cool. Um, and that was sort of, yeah, just like kind of my first step back into everything. I was like testing out new songs, testing out kind of like the character of the piece. Like, I think that the album is a lot about femininity and like how I relate to that, how I don't relate to that. Um, so, yeah, we had the show and then I kind of took what worked from that and built this album and built like the sort of music project around that. That's so cool. That's something I haven't heard of uh, doing in that order. Usually mm -hmm. backwards. Yeah. Alanis has a thing out. It's uh, from her, you know, you know. They, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, backwards. So that's revolutionary. You're breaking barriers there. Yes. So, <laughs> thank you for doing that. And, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Yeah. Bye -bye. yeah. Helping, out, helping out humanity. It's, it's fine. Yeah. That's what I love to do. That's what so, I do for Okay, so here's a question. It's going to be a hard answer because uh, nobody can really answer this. I'm thinking of stop asking it, so but I'm going to ask you. Okay. Um, what do you like better? Do you like performing or producing? Do you like being on the stage or do you like being making it? Oh, easy, performing, 100%. Oh, okay. the answer. oh wow. Okay, no, the answer. No. Well, I thought it was because the theater part. You know? Um, yeah, definitely performing. I love, I love to work in the studio and I love writing and I love that process too. But um, I honestly feel like I don't know what works in my project until I do it live. Like, I feel like I'm someone. Oh, that, okay. Um, I don't know. I resonate a lot with like, I hear like stand-up comedians say this a lot about like, you know, they really work out the act on stage. Um, and I like love stand-up and so admire stand-up. And so I feel like that's something that I actually do kind of relate to in terms of like I don't feel like I know I feel like usually the audience knows your project sometimes better than you do like they know what is working and they can tell and so I feel like I get a lot of feedback when I do live shows that that is the best 
have you seen your audience grow in time? Did you did you uh, find a moment where you're like, whoa, there's too many people in this room? We played a show at Zebulon for this single release. And I, you know, that's a larger room for an indie small artist. That's literally, you know, at the beginning of stuff. Um, and there were people there, you know, I was like, this is insane. Like, it was like a huge crowd. Um, everyone was super into it. There were people there, you know, anytime you have a show and there's lots of people there that you don't know, that's amazing. And so that that was really cool. And I think that's kind of lifted my spirits and encouraged me to, you know, keep going with everything. Wait, where was that at? Zebulon? Mm-hmm. At Zebulon. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. Where is that? Go ahead. Do the Google. See, Joe Joe is our travel expert here on the program, so he'll tell us all about. Oh, oh, it's over by Frogtown. Oh, man. I love Frogtown. Yeah. Oh, Frogtown's so fun. Have you ever done the the, uh, bike trail through Frogtown and then, like, in the middle of it, there's, like, the bar on the river? Oh my that you God. can only walked, get to on the bike trail. I've walked the bike trail a fair amount, but I don't think I've made it to that bar. I need to. Oh, you gotta go. So, oh, in the summer especially, it's so much fun. They have um, they have cornhole and they have like a bunch of other like bar oh, type games and wait. stuff. And it's literally I on the river. Frogtown yeah, Brewery is it that? Yeah, place? yeah, yes. Frogtown yes. Brewery. Yeah. Yes, 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 oh man, it's so much fun. It's like okay. literally right down the path from Zebulon. Yes, so that's yes, super yes. super cool. Yeah, 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 I love that area so much. They have like. So many great events. Spoke Bicycle Cafe is over there. I love that place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I got. I haven't been over there in so long. I got to get over Y'all there. Y'all are a bunch of hipsters. I used to live there. <laughs> <laughs> I used it's to live next to us. I used to live in Frogtown next to a sauerkraut factory. I got y'all beat. <laughs> oh, man. A sauerkraut That's, factory. Oh, my God. That must have, that must have smelled banned. Oh, no. It's <laughs> so, <laughs> Goblin, are you approachable when you're um playing those kinds of venues do you go into the crowd afterwards and like no she's just slapping people away. <laughs> i i honestly i love to do that sometimes like right when i get off stage i just like feel insane and i need to like be alone for a second yeah yeah like, yeah right yeah my live sets especially recently have gotten to be like so like i i expend so much energy on stage that i'll usually need to like go remind myself that i'm a human being for like a few minutes and then um but i yeah i love to like say hi to people and stuff i don't know i really like i don't know i really appreciate people being there i love to like talk to people um and get to know people at shows because usually i meet like really great other artists at shows and stuff so yeah i love to talk to people um, so when you're doing when you're doing your musical performances, is it uh, do you bring a lot of the theater stagecraft to those? Are you doing the whole like dressing up? Are you doing like multiple multiple uh, changes of clothings during your shows? There's Stuff definitely like that. a lot of costume pieces. My whole band wears wigs when we play. Everyone so. wears a blonde wig because um, it's a lot about yeah, like blondness, femininity, like you know the like archetype of the perfect woman is i feel like sort of what we're playing with a lot of the time so yeah wigs costumes i usually wear like these huge like winged ears that i'll wear on stage um yeah and there's like a like an audio intro that sort of like you know talks about the themes and we all stand there like this (laughs) 
while just like very, statues smiling yeah, like, statues <laughs> yeah <laughs> while this very like unnerving little intro thing plays yeah i i definitely like to keep it pretty uh pretty more is more <laughs> for performance wait well so when when you're going out for a costume change what what is what's the band doing how are you how are you keeping the crowd into it while you're off stage for a few minutes like as as quickly as possible changing your outfit usually i i haven't done a lot of like costume change stuff during sets but it's usually like i'll have like accessories that i'll kind of like put on or take off which is kind of fun but my goal for these this next um four shows that i have coming up is to have like a full costume change so i think yeah I think what I'd like to do is figure out some kind of like interlude thing in the middle of the set. All right, here we go. I got an idea for you. Uh oh, here oh. we go. Um, you you go go to uh, the local high school or you know your own high school. Talk mm. to the cheerleading coach. See if in in the middle of your show, just randomly, you go out for a costume change, and then you get ten cheerleaders out there for five minutes who do a whole routine with the band. How fun would that be? Tell me how fun That's that was. It's kind of genius. <laughs> it's pretty genius, right? I think that would be fantastic. The other thing that you can do, here's another one. Uh, Mo from Save Ferris, this is what she does basically every show. She has three outfits on, and throughout her set, she just strips down. Just takes them off. And just takes off an outfit, and it's like an entirely new outfit underneath. Oh, it, my All God. the way down until she gets down to... Um, Nothing. She, she really likes wearing the like the booty shorts and like the the sparkly frilly tops. But <laughs> yeah, you could do that as well. That's another one. And it's so fun because she like has these outfits where she just like pulls on the front and the entire thing just like falls off to her next outfit. It's awesome. Oh my god! You can do it. You can do it. You have theater experience. I know. I, got, I, I was believe gonna in you. Say I got to. Well, thank you for the belief. I think I got to. I would figure out how to do that. That sounds amazing. That's genius. <laughs> <laughs> I got ideas for days. If you need, if you need stagecraft yeah. ideas, let me know. Yeah, you know, and here on the program, we are marketing first before anything else here. So I, I'd like to ask you about your merch, Goblin. Merch, um, ooh, yes, because merch is a big deal for a lot of artists. It's what keeps the gas in their tank, and a lot of them can express their creative expressions that way you're doing it on stage but i wonder what your uh, merch booth looks like well we're actually currently figuring out like and working on the designs for these next few shows for merch the last show we had like limited edition shirts that had oh maybe i can pull up the design my friend t who's this amazing visual artist uh did the shirts and they had this like basically my face on the body of like a scary little creature with huge hair. And then on the back, it said, I literally saw a goblin at Zebulon. <laughs> That's awesome. Or like I saw a fucking goblin at Zebulon. Like, yeah. Awesome. Those are really What fun. about, have you, have you thought about lizard keychain holders? Oh, huge, huge. Yeah, hey. definitely, definitely leaning toward the lizard side of things. I, I love that. I mean, <laughs> Toward That's... blonde stuff, blonde yeah. hair. I've been thinking about, yeah, with these new with these new merch things. I think we'll have a couple of like, you know, like single limited objects that are, you know, something. Um, oh, here's a, here's another good one for you. Uh, get a troll 
you know, the little troll dolls? <laughs> no. get, a troll, get a troll doll, but with a lizard's face and then a big blonde wig on it. I am okay. a merch king. I tell you, we I don't have talk. <laughs> so we and don't have to think about <laughs> And that would be <laughs> a good one. Think about it. Get, get, oh, and and make them so they're uh like the uh what the dashboard bobbleheads yeah those so guys. people yeah. will put them on the dashboard and it'll be a little lizard face with a big old blonde wig bobbling back and forth they'll never forget you genius that's like i oh, said thank you. I am a guy. you're an absolute ideas guy <laughs> we gotta, we gotta oh, okay yeah i mean you know we could do this for days we can give you all kinds of merch ideas i mean that's uh we're, we're thinkers here on the program but um i want to ask you about beef you know about beef yeah you might have some beef i mean i'm thinking here there's a lot of artists coming out like that band boy genius that everybody loves you know it's got those three in it that mm-hmm. are like oh, massive. also dressed up in drag in tennessee to uh boycott the law and and so they all dressed up in suits on their right. last show that was like last night or two nights ago Julius yeah, you know, just said they're hi, forward thinkers. They're, you know, they're forward, forward thinkers. thinkers. They're they're getting things done now. But there's a basis in that band, I'm sure. And <laughs> <laughs> she's super group famous now. Do you have any beef with that? I mean, are you guys friends? Do you guys make music together? I'm sure you guys have bumped shoulders. Wait, with who? With the bassist from Boy Genius? Yeah. <laughs> We have yet to have any beef. We have yet to have beef. <laughs> uh, if anyone has any, you know, pitches for beef that I should be. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to do right here, right are now. You, are you trying to start like like a East Coast, West Coast indie pop war or something? It's like, what is this, the 90s and rap? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, I kind of th- I kind of am. Yeah, I'm wondering because it's all flowers and rainbows and everybody's happy and everybody mm. likes each other. I just wonder. You know, these super groups are flying up up past people. And I just wonder, you know, do, do you have any beef? I guess you don't. That's fine. I, I'm starting to feel like maybe I should start some. <laughs> maybe I should have some beef. You know, start a, little, a little gay beef out there in the you're Indian. Talk, you're talking her into it. <laughs> gay beef. Yes. Some gay beef. <laughs> great. You're gonna yeah. get the you're gonna get all all the all the right wingers really upset with gay beef. Okay. <laughs> They're already really pissed off about Bud Light. Now they're gonna get pissed off about gay beef. Gay beef. <laughs> gay beef. This beef is gay. <laughs> oh so my stupid. goodness. Well, you know what? Oh, Something's so gonna happen. You're gonna hear about gay beef on Entertainment Tonight, and you're gonna yeah. be like, hey, I I remember. It's all that legacy. goblin's fault. It's all goblin's yeah, fault. Yeah, I was gonna say that's gonna be my my legacy is because gay beef. It's gay beef. <laughs> Okay, so, so Molly good. Goblin. Okay, Molly. So you're you're uh, hitting the road. You're no stranger to the road, being in Claude before and it's currently. And so, what's this current experience like for you on the road? There's a helicopter going over my house. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's very loud. Oh, we can't, but thank you. I appreciate. Yeah, that. Uh-huh. nice to imagine. Yeah, very loud, <laughs> extremely loud. Like setting the like, setting the scene. Yeah, be back to Vietnam there for a second, but uh, <laughs> so do you? Uh, how's the road treating you? Are you just starting with this um, naturally blonde mini tour? <laughs> this is my first like little mini tour for my project. Obviously, yeah, I've done the touring stuff with Claude, which is awesome. Like touring is very. 
I mean, yeah, touring is very intense. Like it can be very tiring and stuff. But this I think will be pretty chill because I'm pretty much just going to cities where my friends are, which is nice. Oh, so are you like flying in, hanging out in their couch and stuff? Yeah, I think we're going to drive like from L.A. to San Francisco and then I'll stay at a friend's house and then um, I'll go to New York and then drive from there to Philly. And Oh, yeah. Uh, nice drive. I've done that drive. It's 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 really nice. Um, I would I would just suggest taking the train. Hold on a second. Easier. You just did all that backwards. <laughs> Me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, because oh, yeah, you're starting in Philly. That's right. Then you're That's going strange. to New York and then you're coming home and then going to uh, then you're going to San Francisco and then you're coming home. <laughs> I'm like, if so, you have that plan, yeah. you're going to be you're going to be late. Yeah, we're planning on actually missing all the shows. We're not going to really be at any of the shows, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can see where Goblin is playing on your Instagram page. Yeah. What is it? At Goblin. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm G-O-B-L-Y-N-N-E. sure. B-L-Y-N-N-E. Two mm-hmm. N's. Yeah. Was it easy getting that domain name? Was it taken? It actually was not taken. Which was oh, that's cool. awesome. Oh, it's so hard sometimes like uh, having to deal with the person who owns the name and you're like, hey, man, I would really like this name for my brand. They're like $5,000. You're like, Guess all I'm right, fine. It'll be day. Goblin <laughs> LA or something, you yeah. know, like whatever. <laughs> Goblin like, <laughs> Exactly. Like, yeah, whatever. So, Joe, you want to ask her about her uh, venue question, the one that she likes? Oh, yeah, sing. yeah. Um, oh, because I, I always like, I, I always yeah. love answering We have questions question. we ask everybody. So, um, you and this could be for yourself. This could be for Claude, whatever. You might have already played your favorite venue ever. But if you could choose any venue in the world to play at, any venue in the world, which venue would you choose? Well, my answer is going to be the Greek in LA. Finally, finally, that's my answer. That's my answer. My favorite venue, and I'm actually playing there with Claude, opening for La Tigre on July 9th. Jeez, that's so congratulations! Thank you. It's been my venue for years, and La Tigre. I love La Tigre. One of the members of La Tigre is um was my professor in college. So, no way! That's I'm super like cool. Majorly excited. I think the whole Wait, thing. so did you take music in college? Is I that... started in music school and then ended up majoring in uh theater and playwriting. Oh, where where'd you go? NYU. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, nowhere big. Nowhere. Yeah, yeah just NYU. Oh, this yeah. little, no this little school. No big deal. Yeah, just a tiny little school called NYU. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, like, you know, I thought you were going to say, oh, yeah, you know, like San Francisco stage or something like that, you know. <laughs> no, no, just show us all up. Thanks. I was very, I was very lucky to go to NYU. It was a really bizarre experience overall. But the the music program that I was in, J.D. Sampson, who's in La Tigre, was my adjunct. Uh, and yes, was, okay, now I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah she's just amazing. She was like the, one of the shining lights of that whole experience. Okay, but you're from Los Angeles, right? Yes, I am. How I'm- was okay? So my God, hold on, actually- you're from Los Angeles, but like that's an 88 cities. Okay, <laughs> you, can't, you can't say I'm from. That's I'm like me from, saying oh, I'm from yeah. California. It's, I'm it's, from Burbank. Yeah. Okay, so Burbank. Okay, it's yeah. the it's the same thing, Los Angeles. Okay, fine. My, yeah, okay, I, I just wanna I wanna know what your experience was going from you know growing up here. Mm-hmm. in in uh, Southern Cal, let's just say Southern California. So Barry doesn't get upset. Um, you grew up in Southern California. And so my goddaughter is actually doing the same thing. 
She just got a scholarship to go to Felician um, in northern New Jersey, like right outside New York City. Very cool. But she's a Southern California girl. What's (laughs) it like? How is she going to deal with that winter? Because she has no idea what's about to hit her. Yeah, it's uh, it's really cold. <laughs> it's like really <laughs> I um, yeah, I love New York and I love the East Coast. My my parents are both from the East Coast. My dad was born in New York and my mom was born in Pennsylvania. So I like grew up going there a lot. Okay. And, like I love the East Coast, but yeah, damn, the winter is so cold. <laughs> like I was right. It's it's just yeah, it's a whole different kind of ball game in terms of like you're so spoiled here you can kind of leave your house anytime and it's normal but that's not the case (laughs) do you think but do you think like being in that situation because you're young you're on the other side of the country from from your parents and your friends and everything you've known how how do you feel like that influenced like how you wanted to be because you said you started as a music major and then ended up as a theater major how did that how did new york change that for you i mean Honestly, I think like, I don't know. I was always a kid that was like very excited to leave home. Like I was not really nervous about moving and I I wanted to be in New York. Like I knew that was where I wanted to go. And I think like being there just, you know, even though I was from LA, like I, being in New York was just a totally different experience. Like I saw so much amazing art um, and I saw a lot of really bad art, which was also awesome. <laughs> and I recommend going to see bad art <laughs> and watch it and live it. It's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I met so many amazing new people that just opened my eyes to a lot of new shit. That was the best part of the whole thing by far. Okay. Two, two last questions. Um, real, real quick. What's yeah. your favorite borough? Ooh. Brooklyn. You're not gonna make anyone mad. Just, just Brooklyn. you can say you can say Manhattan. Oh, Brooklyn, really? Okay, I I still like Manhattan more. Okay, and because I'm I'm a huge foodie, one of my top three places to eat in the entire world is in Murray Hill, Momosan from from uh, uh, Chef Morimoto. <clears throat> oh my god, I've right I've passed that place because my friend who I stay with lives in Kips Bay. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, right there. Let yeah, go. I know exactly where that is. I have to go there. I've not been there. That's usually so, my answer to Goblin. It's, it's like, so yeah, good. I went by there once. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Okay. What is, your fav- what is your favorite place to eat in New York then? Because that's my favorite place to eat in New York. And I just went three weeks ago. So I was really excited. Um, This is kind of a basic answer, but Cafe Mogador. Oh, okay. Hey, everybody's got their spot, you know, but I you got to go every time, right? I love that place. That place is so, so good. And then also, um, I mean, again, this is kind of a basic answer, but like nothing beats Joe's pizza when you're drunk and it's two in the morning and you're so hungry. And it's so, so- oh, Joe's is your pizza. Is that your go to? Yeah. Mine's, mine's Bleecker Street. Also good. Yeah, also good. Um, and then I didn't get it last time, though, but uh, on the way back from MSG, we did get uh, two brothers, and that was pretty. That was pretty solid too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are, those that'll are do the trick. That'll do the exactly. Trick. Fine, fine, but what about here? Like, I'm not going oh, to okay. New York to eat food. She's, okay, okay. Goblin's from Burbank. You're Joe. You're from Studio okay. City or something. Sherman <laughs> Oaks, man. You're right. Valley, let's go. Valley. Valley kids. <laughs>
where are we eating here? Oh my God. Okay. My favorite, I think. Well, I have so many favorite. I love food. I I'm a huge. Oh yeah, fan. I'm right there with you. I'm right um, there. So I could talk about this forever. But if I had to pick, like the one place, whenever I get back from traveling, the place I have to go first is Home State Tacos. Because oh, there's it's right down the street from my house on oh Ventura. Oh my god, it's so it's good. So it's good. so Their good. Is the so, so oh. the queso is so good. The potato oh. taco is so good. Oh, That's we gotta like- stop. I'm so hungry already. I haven't had. I haven't <laughs> yeah. had oh. It's so good. Home state is. Oh, yeah. That's the spot. That's Ooh. the spot. I have a lot of other favorite places, too. But like, that's the one where it's like, that's, you know, if I've been out of town, that's where I'm going. Oh, that, that one's good. And if you've never tried Hugo's Tacos. Uh, I love Hugo's. Ta- I grew up going to Hugo's a lot. Oh, yeah. Hugo's. Molly, you and I are going to be good, good friends. Yeah, go get some lunch? I'll see you around town, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now's the time. I have one more question, but then we're going to play a song. Usually we play one song, but this whole thing is an experience. So what song should we play going out and why? Ooh, interesting. Um, I think we should play Hot, the title track from the record, um, because I feel like it's kind of the thesis statement of the project. Oh, getting all fancy thesis, thesis statement. statement that's a college you must have, you, you must have gone to yeah. like nyu or something like college oh, work God. oh man i'm so, outing myself <laughs> <laughs> well this isn't the this is the first of many i'm assuming are you working on another one after this i mean i know it's still early to say that it's but dark we already talked about it <laughs> i'm on a new album you mean yeah do are you gonna oh. do stage next or an album what's the next I have a new album already in the works. That's about, I'll give you a little spoiler. It's a lot about growing up in LA, just because I know, you know, relevant to what we were saying. It's a lot about growing up in LA. And I think it's going to be kind of a, an LA love hate letter. Oh, dude, I know who you should have beef with. Who? Bethany Cosentino. Who's that? That's that girl. That's the one from Best Coast. Oh, Best Coast. Oh, my God. I grew up listening to Best Coast. <laughs> you should I'm going to have to I have yeah. to figure out some top tier beef if it's going to be with Best Coast. Yeah, that would be a good one. They're amazing. Uh, gay beef. <laughs> Here it is. Gay beef. Yeah. Uh, gay beef? No, she just got engaged, I think. So, you know, it's a, I don't know. I don't okay, know. I'm suddenly anti-marriage. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, man. This, this, this interview's gotten off the rails. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I'm going to try to redeem myself now. And uh, we're going to play hot. But first, gosh, I'm so excited to ask this question to you, Goblin Molly, because a lot of people don't know how to answer, but I think you do. So would you rather get into a battle to the death with one horse-sized duck or... 100 duck size horses a battle to the death goblin you have to choose oh my god okay okay a battle to the death okay <laughs> oh god okay well if it's a hundred of something that's a hundred deaths if i win that's a lot of blood on my hands but <laughs> but a Never large had take this type of work a large animal i think i'm five two i think i'd be absolutely toast so, oh God, 
Oh God. You know what? I'm gonna go with the the horse-sized duck because I feel like if I lost that battle, that would be sort of an honor. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I could live with having killed a hundred of anything. Yeah, see, uh, you know, we've never had someone go the 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 moral uh justification route so now okay, I, may have I, to, I may have to retire that answer now because you know like because one one murder is better than being a serial killer i guess no yeah. no no it's about valor i think it's about valor yeah. it's ultimately about valor that's so <laughs> ultimately about valor it actually is. It actually oh man, is we're so valor. stupid. We are yeah, write so that dumb. down. Write that down. It's about valor for me. It's, about, it's ultimately about valor. It's That's how I'm gonna I'm gonna end all of my emails and text messages now with that. Yeah, it's about it's, valor. Oh my gosh. Quote, it's ultimately about valor. Barry <laughs> Funkhauser. Uh well, I've had fun. I hope you have. Um, I've had fun. This is <laughs> oh, quite good. annoying. Thanks for coming on, Goblin. I uh, hope you have it, to have you back when you have that new album out. Absolutely. Or when you or when you get no, new information about the Titan, <laughs> I'll, you'll be the first. I'll call. You will be the first to know. Guys, I don't think there's going to be anything new coming out though. To be uh, not to burst. Talking about they they're they're starting to pull up the wreckage from the sea floor. Yeah, they got the they got the water heater already out there. Here's where it gets interesting because now we get into the lawsuits and we get into the conspiracy theories and yeah, now i want to i want to know what actually failed to cause the implosion i want to know exactly what happened yeah that's what i, I want to know giving that carbon fiber hull oh i know way too much about this is so embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> be like it's the carbon fiber hull absolutely it's the car and i'll tell you what <laughs> Well, I can't oh, wait for lizard is... people to take over and Alex Jones. Oh, this is fantastic. We'll talk about <laughs> oh, that next fantastic. time. Well, Goblin, thanks for coming on. Here's your song, Hot. Uh, we'll have you back. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. sure what to call this All I know is I could throw myself into the deepest part of it And just like that I'm all in Could listen to you talk about dumb shit you bought on Craigslist till I wither and die My cheeks hurt from smiling We sit down in the parking lot under the neon cross And the pipes that look like swastikas You really only take me to the ugliest places But that just makes it obvious how beautiful your face is I think this one's gold
Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.